Hey guys, this is Gaijin Hunter, and you're listening to the Third Fleet Podcast. This is episode 68, just one week away from a nice episode and two weeks away from the release of Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. And of course, we have to do one this week because we had, obviously, the Capcom Showcase with a bunch of new info, new trailer, and everything, and we got the demo. Uh, so you will notice that we did some gameplay videos both on Vuri's channel and my own. i do not not sure of the order in which they'll be uploaded, but they should be around the same time, so I hope you look forward to them. But RuriCon, you're here. It's uh, You're a busy boy. How are you staying awake? How are you doing? I'm staying awake through migraines. It's fantastic. I highly do oh. not recommend it to anybody. I woke up at like 3.40 today. And my head was murdering me, and then I woke up oh, again no. at five with my head murdering me again. It was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> See, I've been yeah, struggling with my those... dude. Listen, yesterday, like when I was recording my recap video, I actually had like um, there's this um, this thing called binaural beats. You had you'd have to do research to figure out how that works, but this guy had a video playing binaural beats that would hopefully calibrate my brain in a way that it would stop me from having migraines while I was recording the video. That's how bad it's been for me recently. Yeah, when you get those types of migraines, it doesn't matter what you do, like yeah. water, stretching, ibuprofen, like nothing's going to work. Like it's it's like you're reaping the uh, the results of your bodily abuse, Pretty not much. sleeping and playing too hard, yeah, working too hard. But I, oh, had an, I had an amazing stream during uh, the event of the, the Capcom Showcase. Community extremely supportive. Like, people were super uh, awesome. And on top of it, I was, like, coughing and wheezing through it, which um, <laughs> I'm really sorry because, like, I've been sick. And I, but it's like, I'm sick, but there's no way I'm going to miss the Capcom Showcase. And in my opinion... Capcom had the best because like, you know, that this has been the week where you got Summer Game Fest, Xbox Showcase. You didn't know this? No, I know. I'm just oh, okay. I'm giving you weird eyes because our Internet has been acting up and oh, I'm you sorry. sounded like a, you sound like an Omnicron for a second there. So, yeah, but um, th this was the week that all of those things had been happening. And uh, I felt like Capcom had the best one because there was no mm -hmm. padding whatsoever in their event. It's like. Boom, the, boom, boom, deliver, deliver, deliver. And it's like, okay, we deliver the no, goods, well, now buy. There was just one, one, bl one blemish. One there was, blemish. There was one, one thing which I've called the blue balls dogma. <laughs> yeah, it is. That was, I mean, but at least it's not like we don't have something to look for. Now, if they do not deliver on the next, on the actual yeah. thing, oh my God. I like, that, I will get in the street and we, 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 dude, that, we well, I can't say the no word because right? people take that word seriously. We don't. We don't There's do the no we, uh, way that like in uh, we we voice our on Thursday. There's no way that on Thursday they don't straight yeah, up reveal. Not, if they don't yeah, do it, no like way. they they realize that's the biggest mistake they could have done. Because not only no, it, they didn't no, announce oh, yeah. it at their showcase, they, they teased, teased it, it, and then on top of it, yeah. they're like, "We're making just one special event for Dragon's Dog." And they got on there, and, it, and it's like, dude, come no. on! If they don't announce it on Thursday, that is going to be so bad on them, dude. That is no. terrible. The, I, I would say that there's, in a logical world, there's zero percent chance that they're not announcing that it's in development. Yeah. I don't th I don't think they'll show us it. I don't think they would. I would, they would just say now in development, you know, and keep it really vague because I imagine the next Monster Hunter would probably be the next big boy in line. But you know, you got the Street Fighter, then you got probably Monster Hunter Six, and then you, you, they, also a, they also have they also have another game, dude, that they're working on the Exo Primal thing. 
I actually am curious about checking that out. It's like a mix of mm, Anthem, yeah, Warframe, and it's, it's it's weird. And it's not just like PvE. It's got PvP elements to it as well. It's a little, it's, it's weird. I, I want to check that out. I want to see what it's like. But uh, yeah, yeah, they have a good show. And even the Resident Evil stuff that they showed, which I'm not a big yeah, Resident yeah. Evil fan, I was like, dude, this is looks like good stuff. I think people will enjoy yeah. it. So yeah, that PvP the, thing they got the mercenaries you can play as a uh, Lady D now. Of course, should be nice. To, of course. <laughs> You can, I was just like, you can play as the step on me lady now. <laughs> yeah, but where are the daughters? That's what you I can play. I think you can play with them as well. I'm not sure. Oh, but wow. I think, okay. I think there'll. I think there'll be an option as well. But I want to we'll see. Want to bite people with them? Yeah. Yeah. But um, so yeah, before we did the podcast, guys, we played the demo so that we had some ideas, and I, I told you guys I wasn't going to be playing Malzino. Gaijin twisted my arm and he said, no, you have to play Malzino. We have, have to see to. Malzino, have to see Asilus. And I was like, fine, we'll do it. We played it like twice and that was, that like, was about it. it. So, that's it. so it's like, it's our impressions of the whole thing, but I think we should get started by like all of the things that were announced and then we'll talk about impressions yeah, of the demo. Do you have a master stuff. list because there's I so much? I have a master finally, list. Of course I do. Finally, <laughs> marketing has started for Sunbreak. I'm so happy. <laughs> And there's only two weeks to go. Yeah. It's a, I mean, in a way, it's actually kind it's of a like good, a good thing. But not. Because, again, they haven't revealed as many monsters. Which the, the thing is, they're also saying in their marketing material, we're going to be revealing more monsters. Stay tuned. And I was like, no, don't. Stop. Not more, no more. This is it. You released the demo. And the demo release, I felt, was at the perfect time as well. Because like it's yeah. two weeks. You remember last time you and me, we spent over we spent over a hundred hours in that demo yeah, analyzing anything demo. and everything. This time I'm not doing that. I'm gonna be like playing just a little bit of the demo on a stream, maybe two streams or something like that, and that's it. I'm not touching the yeah, demo. I might anymore. I might play the demo one more time and that's it because I yeah. I wanna save it for the for, for, the, the, for real the real thing, deal, so that's that's the way to go. Especially about because it. like they're going to have fine tunes and fixes and balancing and all sorts of weird little tweaks in the actual version of the game. So I'm not going to lose sleep over trying to overanalyze it. Yeah, but plus, um, plus there's like no limit. People can just go play and try it if they want. Yeah, you can you can just play it. No limit, no nothing. So yeah, it'll be fun. But um, let's talk about all the things they announced then. So first things first. Returning map, which uh, they played pretty close to the chest. The only map we knew about was Citadel. They did say locales, plural, and then they're like, okay, here you go, jungle. Now, personally, I would have preferred Deserted Island. I've said this multiple times. I think oh, Deserted course. Island would have been you, way No, cooler, no, wait, wait, no, no, no. Wait, now knowing that they're not going to add laggy, though, would you want Deserted Island, or would it just make it hurt worse? No, I'd still want Deserted Island, yes. <laughs> It's like I, I just like I just have so much nostalgia for that map. Even if Loggy's not coming, I'm just like of course, whatever. Just, of just just give me the map. They're saving anyways. that for Monster Hunter Six, man. They're yeah. saving it. I mean, which is going to bring underwater combat and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe we're just we'll we're see. just we're just going to go off on a boat with people that we randomly met in the open world, and we're going to go. Oh, look, that's Moga Village, and we're just going to go depart on a quest. It's going to be great. I mean, I hope we travel through villages in the next Monster Hunter. That's for sure. Yeah, I think I think it would be cool. But uh, yeah, the map adaptation, very much like we had for the Sandy Plains, which was a really good map adaptation, I felt like. Uh, the jungle is looking pretty good. We we just messed around a little bit in it earlier. That's about as much yeah, experience we, as we, we have we didn't that even go. We didn't even go to the little island up on the north part. We didn't even do which, that. Which, if you watch the trailer, it's got like a hole that you can dive into. It's got like an arena type thing below it. Oh, nice. Yeah, they, they show that in the trailer, but it's just like a quick little snippet. It's like, they go in, in there. 
Uh, I need I need to go there actually in the demo now that the demo is out. It's just the demo came out at three in the morning my time, so I was like, no, I can't I can't do that. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the um the jungle map returning, I think that's great because obviously we wanted more maps and just the citadel, just one map feels a little bit short. Even though that's been the case, like for for people that don't know before Iceborne, which Iceborne was also basically one map, right? It's one map, and yeah. then there's the yeah, the Safi Jiva. It's, it's a super map. And then the one Safi super Jiva, map, I would call yeah, it. a super map, and then the Safi Jiva Arena. Like that was the Iceborne one, and before that, it was like the ruined pinnacle or whatever for generations. It was always one map for G rank. That's it, and then you just replay the older maps with new monsters stuff like that. So this time we're already getting two maps, and they already announced the third, which I don't even know what that map is, which is the Forlorn Arena. We'll talk about that later, but you know, what do you mean jungle- you don't know what that is? Have I been there? Like, people have told me that I've been there if I've done a certain quest in GU, which I think I did. So maybe I've been there. I don't remember what the Forlorn Arena is, to, to be real. Okay, At least well, not we'll by get that. To that later. Because, like, we do have, like, you know, certain arena-type maps in GU that I remember, but I don't remember the yeah. Forlorn specifically. Particularly because, you know, it's just showing those ruins and stuff, so I, I don't know about that. But either way, how'd you feel about the jungle? Jungle's great. I mean... I think we both agreed that the um, I don't even know the name. That's that's how unforgettable it was. Um, the map with Juratotus. The heck is it called? The pyramid. The map, map. with Juratotus. Oh, uh, flooded forest. Yeah, the flooded forest doesn't feel like a foresty map, right? It feels like no. a swamp. Yes, so very much so. I like that. I like that we're getting sort of like a forest, but it's more like a tropical forest. You know, you got the beaches, you got the. The islands, and I, I didn't see yet in the demo annoying crabs coming out of the sand, which is nice. But that's like a second generation thing. That that was gone even in third. But um, no, that map I've always had mixed feelings about because I love the atmosphere of it, but I never liked how it was segregated. Like each of the maps, it felt like it was way too big. Like it was one of these old like second gen maps to me. Like to run from one end to the other takes like three minutes. It's like ridiculously big. So I was yeah. very pleased in the demo. I just think a, it was just a little bit that we touched. It seems like it's it's almost feels smaller and easier to access than any of the maps we've seen up till now. Excuse me. I, I think the, the the problem with it back in second generation was the way that the areas were connected. So like for instance, you'd be in a in a spot and then the monster would jump one spot, like say uh northeast of where you were. And then in order to get to that oh, spot, yeah. you'd have to travel through South, like four North, areas Tetris, or something. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that, that's not going to happen no, no, no. on this one because you got wire bugs and stuff. So it's going to be yeah. a little bit. But it's, I got a lot seemed... of good memories of the that map with like, you know, uh, Rajangs and yeah. Shada Daoras and all those good memories of fighting those guys. And then Kangalalas. I'm, come on, they got to reveal the Kangalala soon. You know and from, from what I've seen so far in the demo, it looks like that thing's got hell of verticality to it. So it's a small map, but it's incredibly like vertical and it's got yeah, yeah. so many layers in between it. Of course, you're not going to be fighting on all those places, but there's still a lot of like navigational things for you to do in that map, I feel like, which is a really good thing. In the, uh, mm. in the trailer, they also the, the armors that people were using at the start, I, I only took note of the armors they were using at the start because then they, ca- they kind of start swapping, but they were using the three Lord armors so Garangol, Malzino, and Lunagaron, and some kind of a guild set, uh, which I don't know exactly which one it is, but it's got like the guild weapons and stuff like that. So yeah, those were the sets that were being used when they showcased the jungle map. Jungle map, which by the way, I was going to say, because this is mentioned in the trailer, it's available in the demo, but we just talked about it a million times. Sorry, my head's not screwed on, right? But yeah, then 
we had what is one of the uh, huge moments of the presentation I felt like, which is Espinas from Frontier coming over to Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. And here's an interesting thing. So Espinas, even though it means thorns, like they said, it also means fishbone in Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, I was uh, the other day I even thought about taking a picture of like a couple of fish bones that we we had just eaten some sardines. And I was like, I should make a picture of this and go like, we have Espinas at home. Espinas at home (laughs) is just like fish bones. But yeah, I, I don't know anything about this, but there's uh, some some footage in the trailer of him just like trying to fall asleep, like snuggling on his nest. And people, of course, the longsword user just wailing him on the head. It's like, what is wrong? This little monster is just trying to have a good time. And in comes the longsword yeah. user. For starters, attacking the wrong spot because he's hitting the head. And on top of it, waking up this poor little monster just trying to snuggle in his nest. Like there's something, there's just something fundamentally wrong with longsword users. That's That's what I what I got out of that trailer. <laughs> oh, man. The memes never but, die. Uh, what, yeah, what, Espinas, what are your thoughts on it? I mean, Espinas is what, like the third or fourth frontier monster to make it into the main series, right? Yeah, I mean, I've heard that the other one is Lavasioth. Yeah, and Hypnotrice and Lavasioth. Yeah. And I think there's one more, but I could be wrong. But I think yeah, he's either I'm, third or fourth. I think I've seen a post from uh, either Kogath or Bandino where they show four monsters and they're saying, oh, Espinas, welcome to the roster. And one of the monsters is Espinas. So I'm assuming there's three more, but I can only think of Lavazioth and you said Hypnocatrice. Yeah, I mean, so that as well. I don't know yeah. which one's the other one. But this is not just like bringing a monster over. This is like their flagship. This is This is poster boy for Frontier. This was... He's like 14 years old. He was in Monster Hunter 2.0, season two. He's been like kind of like the face monster of that game for a very long time. So I imagine anybody who may have played Frontier probably is static. And, I, you know, we've had the question, like, what happened to the Frontier staff once they shut down the game? This makes me a little hopeful that maybe they found a place working on uh, these games. Maybe they've got some Frontier people on their team, which would be nice because... That kind of sucks that the game was closed down, even though yeah. I didn't play it. Um, you know, it was a long-going game. So having, like, the poster boy for that opens the door, I think, to more. Because there's some really crazy monsters in that series, you know? I'm not... I mean, we should probably do a cast where we invite Seph on, uh, Cephadrome. He, he knows a lot about Frontier. He's the one who made all the switch axes, like the thousand of them, hoping to get the... the you mean... Sephorend. When the, you said Sephodrome, I was like Sephodrome. Sorry, what Sephodrome, the hell? Yeah. I was like, must be, must uh, not be Sephorend. Must be somebody else. Yeah, Sephorend. Sorry. Yeah, we should get him on to talk about Frontier someday. But like Frontier's got a huge roster of really interesting monsters that I think would be cool if they said, "Hey, we're gonna have a more like crazy action focus," which is what Frontier became, right? Like, it's, yeah. it's crazy. So if they run with this, if it works, like maybe we can get another like and game it, with a bunch it, of those monsters I, I don't think you should get another game with a bunch of those monsters i think that they should come into this one because this one's the crazy one like we're expecting yeah. the next monster Hunter to dial things back a little bit right so it makes sense that any more frontier stuff would be coming for sunbreak I'm essentially with a crazy. lot of go for it it'll never happen probably but if sunbreak sells really well i would love to see them do a second dlc expansion monster Hunter rise, rise? Have, be, yeah, like just like Sunbreak, have another expansion with another town with more monsters, like th- you know, two years from now. Mm. But like massively, like maybe we go to the a- the actual place where Frontier put- took place. It would 
And if, maybe they call they, it like a Monster Hunter Rise New Frontier or something like that. If they do that, I kind of feel like they would need to make its own bring game. it. No, they would need to bring it to consoles as well. The the yeah. other consoles, because like it's at, at this point, it's just unfair. Like if they're gonna do yeah. another expansion, I feel like it would have to come to PS4. Oh uh, yeah, you're PS5 right. It wouldn't be an expansion, stuff. but okay. So, well, I hope yeah. the next mobile game. I hope uh, I hope it gets some of these crazy boys because the next. I remember playing the Chinese. I remember playing like the Chinese one that Tencent made, Monster, Monster Hunter Online. Online. And I know that Capcom worked with them just with the monster models and stuff. And I remember there being like scorpions and all sorts of really cool things that have been in Frontier but are not in the main series. And I welcome it. I think I want I want more insects and more crabby boys and more like yeah. non wyvern things. I think that'd be cool for sure. Yes. But uh, yeah, Espinas. But I, uh, but I will say I've never fought an Espinas, so I'm excited. Me neither. The fact that I've never played Frontier, so I've never fought it, which means I don't know what to expect. And, and I think that I, I love that. Considering the the amount of um the amount of like things you'd have the what do you call them hurdles you have to go through hoops you got whatever you guys know what I'm talking about the, yeah yeah the amount of hoops you have to go jump through in order to be able to to get the frontier it's I think this is gonna be yeah it's 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 not it's now, it's so shut down now but I mean even back when it was running the amount of hoops you no, have it to was jump tough. through yeah, VPNs you need to go through VPNs and get an address in Asia and Ugh. didn't you need even a social security number or something like that it was is there's a lot of stuff that you have to do and I think that a lot of people just ended up never really playing it so there's yeah. this is gonna be the first time that a lot of people fight espionage which I think is really really important. It's cool to bring some more of that stuff that uh, you know that team has worked on and they were passionate about for more people to check out. But uh, yeah. yeah, so Espinas, both of us are super pumped about it. Then they showed Daimyo Hermitor, which yes. I mean we knew about Shogun, we didn't know about Daimyo, but it's cool to see that Daimyo is coming back as well. There's like uh, a little back hop attack. That mount you see attack. Yeah, he was mounting and he like he does the act of something like I'm gonna shove my butt at you because his butt <laughs> is like you know the horn of a yeah. I, don't, I, I didn't get a I think it's shot a of it. Yeah, monoblos. Yeah. I really want monoblos in this, but I don't think they'll do it because you have to fight it alone. That's the lore of Monster Hunter. It's a, it's a trial for hunters to take it on alone because you're mimicking the accomplishments of the, the one of the original hunters, right? The chief of Kokoto Village. So they can't do... I mean, unless they brought it back as a special arena challenge, like one player only, and there's a Monoblos, that would be sweet. Hey, I'll take, I'll take whatever I can get, man, when it comes I to that I want that. I, you know I love... That was my boy in stories, too. Yeah, I remember. Mo, Mo, Monoblos is my boy. I love him. It was Monoblos, and it was... Um, what's called uh, Apex... Not Apex. Jesus. Bloodbath uh, Diablos. Stygian. Uh, Bloodbath, yeah. Your Bloodbath Diablos called Truth, because Truth hurts. <laughs> <laughs> good that was a very good one but yeah, yeah but the crabs are cute i really yeah. like them they're they're adorable one it's going to be really interesting to see how they revamp him uh, in a way to deal with hunters flying all over the place because you know he's he doesn't have a lot of verticality to him but i'm sure he's going to be th shoving up those those big hands and stuff and doing some those big probably see some new moves yeah yeah I expect this is. But I want to ride him. I want to see. I want to see like the walking animation. <laughs> so cute. I wonder if you when he walks. No, he, he has to walk like forward. But wouldn't it be cool if he just like walked sideways? Oh, the Shogun one. Yeah. yeah no, the the Daimyo. If you just like had to, if you walked sideways when you mount him, if you were just like crap. But I don't think hilarious. it does because of the way that she attacks and the way that she moves in the trailer. I don't think it moves sideways, but it would be fun. But yeah. 
Daimyo coming back is really cool as well. Then the next thing that shows up is uh, Astalos dunking on your boy, completely and absolutely decimating him like he deserves. You see the the place that Mizu takes in the um, in the food chain? It's pretty low. Yeah. As Astalos I mean, just demolishes him. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, you, it's you weak saw against, it's weak. It's weak against thunder. We is that, that the excuse? Is we get always weak against thunder? No. Poor, well, poor you know, you know. Music. Well, I actually, I have, a, I have a theory that okay. I believe, which is, and we'll get to it later. But they have a an image where they said one yeah. of the things they're going to do differently this time is they're going to talk about future updates earlier than normal. They're not yeah. going to tease it out because they realize no one was happy about it and people would get overhyped or, un, or confused. So they're just going to be a little bit more transparent about it. Um, I'm still sour about the Fatalis and, and stories too. That was bad. Um, but like, uh, they have a clear silhouette of two monsters. Now, one yeah. of them, I actually wait. We can't. We can't get into about. that. We can't get into that yet, Gajin. We're not. Okay, there I'll just yet. say this. I, I okay. Mizutsune is going to get its revenge on Astalos. Okay, well, it we'll may see. not be the original species, but I think we're going to get a nice cutscene of Astalos getting its ass kicked. But did you see that turf war though? Oh yeah, it was cool. How, how, it how did it feel? I mean, how did it feel to see your I, boy crushed like a bug? No, no, no. <laughs> what I wanted to do is I wanted to slow it down because he gets on top of him, right? Like, yeah, really, and, and really, they, ro- they gonna, roll around. Yeah, I was gonna slow it down and put like the uh, Romantic whisper saxophone. Never gonna dance again. That was it. Actually Th- what, so what would bad. you say? Uh, yeah, what would you say? Like a thunder blight? I've got no rhythm. Thunder <laughs> blight. <laughs> uh, um, I'm sorry, so sorry Katie. about my my coughing, guys. But it's like I'm still I'm still Let working through it. But um, demons. Yeah. So Asylos and Mizu Turf War is really cool. I, I'm hoping we see more Turf Wars, which is something that we didn't see a whole lot in Rise. I feel like right. Like, Rise was very light when it came to Turf yeah, Wars. Yeah, like, they always ran into each other, and they smacked each other, and they created a yeah. mounted situation, but not like Turf Wars, no. I mean, they're, they're already in the... There, there are some, but it's interesting because it's almost like they didn't always trigger, right? So, for instance, yeah, we, yeah. we even see one of the Turf Wars in the one of the first Rise trailers, which was the, um, the Tronodon versus Urzuros, where he just straight up tries to eat Urzuros. <laughs> yeah, like, I've, oh, I've oh, never oh. seen that in the game. I've I've seen it in the game a couple of times. There's one that usually always triggers, which is Malzino against any flying wyvern. Not Malzino, uh, Magnamalo. Magnamalo against any flying wyvern usually triggers, and he just yeah. like flies in the air and then dunks it. Yeah. Particularly Elder Dragons does that a lot. But m- besides that, you'll see a couple of more, but they're very very rare. So yeah. So then we also have uh, Pyre Rachnikadaki, which was confirmed in this trailer that it is going to be a blast uh, variant or subspecies or whatever. I love it because think about Rachnikadaki. it. She's got all those little babies. She can now lob in them like grenades. It's it was, hilarious. It's it was be so cool. It was interesting to see the the design philosophy that they had for that, which is like she shoots out those webs and then she shoots then fireballs that go through the webs. The fireballs yeah. ride, ride <sighs> the webs. That is really cool. And I'm hoping... That she becomes a little bit more challenging because let's face it, I mean the original Rock Nikodaki was just one big walking bad hit yeah, zone. Yeah. But my it was, guess is it was that still a punching this is going to be like it's going to be like the maze monster. Like the the whole arena is going to be so chaotic that you'll use your wire bug to try to navigate it. Is my guess. I hope you know they go crazy with it. 
Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was another monster that was announced. Then we had uh, the return of environmental traps, which even though we had some, I kind of feel like in Rise, the only ones we really had environmental traps were like the ones in Lava Caverns. Was there anything else? I don't remember anything else. There might be one or two more things. I think there was a few things, but it was never like a really big deal. And it was just like one of those like cool little things that you could do. But like to have it like right there in front of everyone's face is kind of rare. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, like we had the, like we had like the little crabs or something on the wall in the desert, you know, and or like knocking them into the oh the right right sand the, things. The, the yeah, there was the quicksand things, and those didn't work for like elder dragons and whatnot. And it was the, those little crabs that shot things off of the walls. Yeah, those were a thing, but it was so minor that you'd rarely even like pay attention yeah, to yeah. it. And the rocks coming back kind of opens up the the door to potentially more types of traps like that being a thing yeah. which i'm very curious to see what else because that was always really fun in world just like oh he's at the rocks and dropped rocks and and there were a lot of people in my stream saying oh was that a slinger shot i think a lot of people don't even know that you can just throw kunai you can just throw kunai whenever you want they're they're infinite what's really funny is there was there was a tweet going around just the other day i i think it was from a japanese person if i'm not mistaken my memory is a little fuzzy right now but like saying you know like i just found out today that you know the apex rathian all you have to do is throw two kanai to blow up those little poison uh crystals on the ground and like you just throw your kunai and boom, e- they're gone i didn't even know you could do that and i actually found yeah. when i was doing the the long sword video i found that if you try detonating a blast toad it will actually explode if it gets triggered by the the little purple things that she drops because i was trying to blast toad her and i dropped the blast toad on top of the thing and it just blew up and boom fizzled away and i was like wait what the hell where's my blast toad i want to get some blast and i still did a really good time i felt like in that run but yeah, yeah. but the kunais aim really well and they're very easy to yeah. use so it'd be i'm happy if there's more uses for them yeah i agree um so then we have uh, a little bit of more detail on the follower quests where they show that there's going to be a at least a follower quest where we be able to play with fugan and galios and I'm also not sure if this was in the website previously or not, but I think they might have updated the description of the follower collab quests because now they're saying that there's two types of quests. So there's the follower quests, which you know just says they're powerful allies. They hunt alongside you during a quest and you complete them and you deepen your bonds, which is like whatever relationship type mechanic you're going to be having, uh, eventually allowing you to call upon them for help in support surveys. And then there's a different type of quest called support surveys, which it lets you, it basically says that it lets you choose from all the followers that you've unlocked so far to accompany you on a quest. Each follower has a limited selection of weapons. So that's why we see, um, you see Dame Furane using charge blade at one point in one of the trailers and each follower has their own preferred weapons and unique style, understanding their individual skills is key to success, whatever. Listen, the individual skills is if they can equip a gun lance, they're getting a gun lance. And it's that simple because that's the best weapon. <laughs> interesting yeah i'm looking at i i haven't read the english website but i am looking at the japanese one right now and it says you know the base is the i hate the word collab quest i really hate it it I'm is weird call them or follower quest I mean, yeah the the npc quest that you go on with them like those that's the base and then as you do them then you sort of like build up like a like a, a bond with that character and that's what unlocks the ability for them to then you could take them out on a little bit more wider range of investigations where you can then customize and say, okay, I want you to use this weapon or 
I want you to use this one. It's not all of them. It, it does say that, you know, there's there's a few weapons they can use. They can't use all of them, like every character. But each character will have... Because there's so many switch skills, right, and ways to yeah. play each weapon that, you know, every character is going to have their take. Like, you'll get the charged blade guy who's always probably, I'm doing, you know, explosive big moves, and you'll have the charged guy who's always doing the, the cookie cutter, I imagine. And You think you know, the so AI is going to be that diverse? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're saying here on the website that, you know, each character has weapons they are, you know, they play them differently. They have strengths and weaknesses that you can, you know, do with the weapons. So understanding the differences between that character and the weapon that you're going to give them is, is going to be interesting. So, yeah, it sounds fun. I mean, the question just remains, you know, until we play it, is is this as fun as it is on paper? It looks fun. You know, and they have lots of voice dialogue, so it could be very fun. But, you know, it, replacing the human experience with NPCs is is a tough act. So uh, I mean, we'll see I how think it goes, but I think it'll be good I hope for there's people. There's a reward at the end, though. Yeah, I I, th I think it'll like be good outfit. for people that um, that usually don't play multiplayer. I think it'll be good for them to oh, yeah. try out and see what it's like to play with another hunter, even yeah. if it's an NPC. It's still better than nothing, right? It gives them at least yeah. a little bit of a taste of what the multiplayer experience is like, which I think is cool yeah. because I'll again, be honest, I'm going to focus on it. I really yeah. want to get all the characters to max and I want to see what you get. I hope it's more than just a title. Yeah. I hope they give you their outfit or something that tells people that Rurikan, man, he loves, he loves that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Master Arlo? Yeah, like if yeah. you're walking around with Arlo gear, they're gonna be like, "Man, he he maxed that dude out." Oh yeah, mm -hmm. you bet. You better believe it. The second I get Master Arlo quests, it's like we're BFFs. What are you talking about? That's all we're doing. <laughs> it's just like Master Arlo For, all the way. Me you, and my you, boy. Have you done? We gotta get a, someone to make a meme picture of you, like shaking hands with. Uh, with more him like, and more like, like you, you know, know the, relationship the, relationship with uh, Ranjin over. Uh, Arlo is my new best friend. <laughs> it's like the, just me with my arm around uh, Arlo and stuff, just like hanging out like bros, each each with a gun lance. So like my arm around him, and then on the other hand, there's a gun lance, and he has his gun lance on the other hand as well. It's like a really cool picture pose and stuff. Yeah, for sure, dude. Me and Master Arlo yeah. kicking it. But I, I'm sorry. I'm not taking anybody out for a trip until I finish uh, Minoto and Forlane. Like those two are going to be... Minoto and Fury. I'm gonna max, yeah, I'm going to max them out unless it requires me to do something to unlock one of their quests. Until then, I'm not touching any other NPCs. I have my loyalty. It is what it is. It now, is what it is. Deal with after, it. After this, it was, to me, which one of the biggest moments of the presentation, hands down. Uh -huh. you, see, you see our boy Gosarag trying to bully a boggy, and in comes Gormagala, and me with my throat completely shot, voice box shredded, and I just start screaming, Gore! Gore! Friggin' Gore Magala comes out of nowhere and is like, oh man. You were suspecting that they were gonna make him like a DLC monster. It's like, nope, just part of the base roster. Yeah. There he is. And it makes me wonder, yeah. how are we handling the frenzy mechanic? Are they gonna be frenzied monsters? And the community is actually a little bit divided on this because there are people that agree with me. It's like, dude, if Gormagala comes back, we need to have frenzied monsters as well, just like we've had no. in for you. And then there's the other half of the community that's going like, no, this is Malzino's game. It needs to be Malzino's mechanics. We, I mean, we just had him in what? Uh, Generations, Generations Ultimate. And Generations Ultimate, and they didn't do that. So, like, I yeah, don't, but I want them to do it I don't now. See why they, 
there's every monster is gonna the flagships have their own little status. You got Seregios gets his bleeding, Malzano gets its its blood thing, he gets his frenzy. They're not gonna take one monster and apply it to a wide range. I don't no way they wouldn't do that. That would make no sense from a positioning standpoint, right? Uh, like it's not Gore's know. game. I don't know, but Gore is cool, man. I missed Gore. It was He's really nice cool. seeing him. He looks he a, looks so good. Yeah, dude. Did you see like the the back end of his wings are like they're shadowy and stuff? I mean, and this also marks the first time we're gonna have a monster from the movie in the game. I mean, we've had Rathalos in all the video games. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> The Monster Hunter movie collaboration monster, Gore Magala, featured in the yes. uh, highly appraised uh, Anderson film Monster Hunter. Featured in name. like the last <laughs> 10 seconds I heard, but yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Get out of my head. That oh, I wish I could scrub my memory of that, but no, I'm super excited. I thought the reveal was perfect. Yeah. It, it does, of course, back the question, is Shaggy going to be in the game from the beginning or is that going to be a DLC monster? I think yeah. it would make sense to have it as one of the, like, free, I want to call them freebies, but, you know, like, they say they're going to have multiple monsters in some yeah. of the updates. It would make sense to hold Shaggy off uh, for one of those. Yeah, I agree. I agree as well. I think he should be one of the free title updates, most likely, for sure. But but damn, does he look good. Like, I, that's hype. We're, we're about to get to the free title updates, but before that, uh, it's important to mention to everybody, this is something that they mentioned in the presentation as well, which is... Regardless if you're buying uh, Sunbreak, you're going to need to have 13 gigs of free space because they're yep. going to be updating uh, base rise. Uh, like I mentioned in previous videos, like I think that this is because they're going to allow you to cross-play kind of like what they did with Iceborne. So even if you have a friend that bought Iceborne and you yourself hadn't bought Iceborne, you could still cross-play. But in order to do that, they need to patch the original game to include the yeah. assets of the new game and all of that stuff. So even though you don't have access to like new switch skills and stuff like that, you can still play with your friends in the old quest and you can see what the new switch skills look like and what the new armors look like and all of that, which I think is important to kind of maintain that type of backwards oh, yeah. compatibility with the previous game in multiplayer. So that's cool. But do keep in mind, particularly on switch where the space is usually a little bit tighter, you're going to need 13 gigs of free space to patch the game once Sunbreak comes out. Once now, again, I mean, the message I think here is Capcom uh, and some other companies, but especially Capcom, are doing such good work when it comes to data compression that they yeah. have to be commended for this. I mean, as we've joked about on the podcast, there are Western publishers that are like, we don't need to compress anything. And it's like 100, 200 gigabit games and stuff like like. Come on, get out of here. Yeah, look, look so, at good on them. Warzone just takes up your whole goddamn hard drive. It's like 200, 300 gigs, some ridiculous nonsense like that. I mean, you know, it's it's it gets pretty freaking wild with with a lot of those. Now, um, besides that, there's another message talked about, which is in order for you to access Sunbreak features, you need to complete seven star hub quest Serpent Goddess of Thunder. So I think this means in order for you to get into Sunbreak, into the actual story of Sunbreak, you need to complete this quest, which is weird because you don't have to weird. kill All Mother. All which Mother. Is, which is kind of weird because the All Mother is the actual finish of the, the Rise the... story. So you don't have to finish the Rise story. You don't have to solve the Rampage before you jump into Elgato and start solving another it, problem. But so uh, weird. 
Um, I also think it means that, you know, things like uh, switch skill swapping and new switch skills, I don't think you're going to have access to those before you finish that quest. Not sure, but that's the vibe that I got. So it's not going to be like Iceborne, where if you just bought Iceborne, here's the Clutch Claw. You can now tenderize and blow up these monsters that were not ready to oh, handle that, yeah. the Clutch Claw. I don't think that that's what they want, even though Rise is a pretty easy game to begin with, but I kind of yeah. feel like that's the vibe for that particular uh, sentence there. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, good. the good news is, I guess, for people who are you know buying the game on PC this time and saying, you know what, it sucks that we don't have cross-save, but I'm just going to start over because I got a PC that could run it. Yeah. It means they can get into that juicy content faster, so I mean... You know, it is what it is, I guess. We'll have to see how it works narratively and how it makes sense. It's a little weird, but... Yeah, you know, and better then... Better than the opposite end. And then they talked a little bit about uh, free title updates, which I kind of feel like this was another bombshell. And I kind of feel like you called this out in the previous podcast. I was either in the podcast or you told me after the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Or something. podcast. You were, you were calling out that, you know, because we had, like... It was something about us having the Camellios on there. You're like, they're probably going to bring Lucent Nargacuga. There's no way they don't bring Lucent Nargacuga. They don't, is, they don't make that technology one. just to have one invisible monster. Nah. You knew that they were going to do it. So title oh, update I, I, number I believed. one is Lucent Nargacuga, Forlorn Arena, and more monsters. I was not expecting it to get announced like that. And that, that is hype. Yeah, like it, have it back I kind of feel like it was the three bombshell moments of the presentation, right? It's like yeah, you got Gore, Espinas, Gore, Espinas. and Lucent. It's like boom, boom, boom. boom. Here you go. I, it's I feel, perfect. I don't know how you do it much better than that. I've I've had a lot of people comment that like, oh, I wasn't a big fan of Rise, but I have to play Sunbreak, which I was oh, surprised yeah. by because a lot of people were like, you know, Rise. Uh, but a lot of people are coming around for Sunbreak after what they saw in the showcase because Capcom... Yeah really deliver the goods good. in in that showcase at least from, and, from my opinion yeah and we discussed like they had to like as we're saying they had to have gormagal in this game especially yeah. if you're going to get people love that monster too much to not have it in and they've been asking for it uh and they know especially in the west where people got exposed to monster hunter a lot through the fourth generation i thought that they would chicken out and they would say make it a dlc one monster as a way to get people in the door and then looking forward to it and keep the hype going. But nah, man, they're just including it and it looks great. That surprised me. I'm 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 not surprised that it's in the game, but I think, you know, they were gonna announce it one way or the other. This was the best way to do it. Yeah. So maybe you can uh, tell us what it says on the Japanese uh, version of the website after uh, the Lucent Nargakuga thing, because in here they say we're planning multiple free post-title release updates and whatnot. But, you know, sometimes some of this stuff gets weird, particularly when they start talking about... And, and here it gets even weirder, because on the, on the actual, like, poster, they say rare species and special species, but then in the text they say rare species and variants, and I'm just like... You got you guys got to get your stuff together with this localization, man. This is this is not like this is weird. These are some weird nomenclatures that you're trying to use here. Make up your mind. Is it ver variants? Is it special versions? Like what, what do we got after that? Uh, Nargakuga? Yeah. So, Tell us. Yeah. So I mean, they have Nargakuga. We've got the 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 forlorn tower, which yeah. is. Do you want? I don't know if you want to talk about. No, the tower, I was I was talking the, about the we'll the text the text immediately yeah, so, below the Nargakuga okay, render. So, Oh, okay. So it says, yeah. you know, rare species, which would be stuff like the gold and silver, Rathian, Rathalos, and 
No, 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 no. You're still not getting me, Gaijin. Oh, the second one. Further up, like right below. No, up, up. At the very top, right below the Nargakuga image. There's like text, right? Oh, the big Nargakuga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's like text there. What what does it say there? Oh, okay. That's what I want to hear first. じゃあ、モンスターハンターライズサンブレイクではハツバイゴーもムリオタイトルアップデートに複数回実施していくよ。I um, Lucent Nargakuga, which of course in Japanese is called Rare Species Nargakuga, which okay. we talked about in the channel before. Oh, yeah, 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 the rare species. Uh, we, we, we don't, subspecies and subspecies, we, we, they give descriptive names. For subspecies in the West, they use mainly colors, and for the rare ones, they use more descriptive, like adjectives, mm-hmm. uh, like molten or lucent stuff, but the Japanese just says rare species or subspecies. They don't, they, they already have nicknames in kanji, so we, they don't use them in the name. Anyway, so on, on you know, Included nuisance Nargakuga, but technically says rare species Nargakuga. There'll be a new field called the, and I guess we just call it the Forlorn Tower. Forlorn um, Arena. And we ought, oh, so sorry. So, at, so, so, I, so this is why she can't, you can't translate Japanese as you read it because in Japanese, the second half of the sentence is really important. <laughs> Grammatically, it's, it's, it's different. So, sorry, it says that we have planned updates. Um, after the first update, which will have Lucent Nargakuga, we have other updates planned, which will include, um, like the new forlorn area, um, rare species monsters and special variants. So I think what you wanted to know is, is it special species or whatever? It's special variants that includes, because uh, there's always a debate on what variant means, but Tokushu Kotai means a variant and that could be anything from so a that's deviant, the special which is, species. Which, uh, Special species, I think, is wrong. Yeah, exactly. That's not the way to say it. But I'm just saying, variant is what they've translated as special species. Yeah. And subspecies is what they've translated as rare species, then. What? Hang on, I gotta see this in English. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. It's weird. It's like, look, just look at the actual poster, and you'll see, like, on Nargakuga, there's rare species and then special species. I'm assuming that rare Rare means sub, and special means variants. Wait, Maybe. hang on. I got. I gotta see this. Hang on. Uh, <laughs> English website. No, I don't want Japanese. Give me the English. Wow, that's whoever's doing the the website needs to update that. Let's see here. It says in title one, we're planning the additions of the monster Lucent Nakuga, the Forlorn Arena locale, and other rare species and variants. Yeah, but like I'm, I'm talking about. Look at the actual like calendar. The, the species. Yeah, dude. Like, look Where? at the look at the actual poster below, and see like the the text that they have next to Nargakuga. There, rare species and special species monsters. It's, it's basically subs and variants. That that's I'm assuming what it is. No, no, no. It's rare species and variants. Okay, they're going to have other rare species with L- Nar- Lucent Nargakuga. They're not just going to use the Forlorn Arena for him only. Which, which basically means it's probably but silver and gold. But aren't rare species the same thing as like subspecies? Now I'm confused. No, no, no. Okay. No, okay. So they're different. So you, we'll, we'll just, ignoring their website and the way that they're putting it, we'll just talk about this in general. So there's species, which is the monsters. You've got subspecies, which are 
ones that you know are have adapted to different habitats, right? So they're so born like different. Fulger, like Fulger, like like uh, yeah, Fulger Antinaf or Green Nagakuga. And there's a fun distinction that they they say in the official books here, which is we actually don't know which one is the subspecies and which one is the base species because they're just named that in order in which the guild has found them, right? Mm. Like they may have spotted Nargacuga and then saw, found a green Nargacuga and called it, oh, that's a green Nargacuga subspecies. But maybe it's just that they happened to run into, you know, the, the black wrong one, one first. first. Yeah. Yeah. So they actually don't know. It's just they've they've come out and said that the guild knows this and they don't care. It's just a way for them to distinguish. And there's also special cases where the guild just makes the wrong assumption, like with the case with Black Diablos, where the guild is like, we thought it was a different species of Diablos. Turns out it was just a Diablos in heat. But, hey, they didn't know that, so they called it a subspecies, and that's how it stuck. It's, it's more just a guild classification name, but it's yeah. generally reserved for monsters that were born in different conditions and have different you know elements or or whatever not right then you've got variants and that's or i'll say rare species right so rare species there's only a handful there's the gold rathalo uh, rathian there's silver rathalos lucent nargacuga molten tigrex um who else do we have Who else do we have? Is a Roshi Kirin a subspecies or a variant? No, no. That's a subspecies. Subspecies, yeah. Yeah. Because that's ice instead of thunder. It's a different element. Um, my mind's blanking, but um, there's not a lot of rare yeah. species in the game. It's 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 rare. And those are like the special ones. They generally take place in the tower as special fights and stuff like that. And they're mm -hmm. just obviously super duper rare and super powerful. The area that gets confusing is when we start talking about variants. Because variants, there's a few different types. So variant can be anything from like the scarred young Garuga and the regular young Garuga, where it's just something, they were born the same, but something situational happened that causes one to be classified differently. Like the deviants are all like this. Like, you know, yeah. like a Diablos that had been injured um, and lost a horn or whatever, and it grew up enraged and had a vendetta against hunters and one of its horns was lopsided like that's a deviant because they don't have babies that are also like that you know they're they're still the same species it's just they have circum circumstances that have made them different um there was stuff like the furious rajang it's just a rajang that has an anger management problem so he's always buffed up and he's more powerful than usual the savage devil joe that's not a subspecies it's a, it's a devil joe but it's it's a pretty pissed off one. It's always been, it's, you know, it, it runs a little bit differently because he's got a temperamental problem. Um, let's see, what other... Seeding basil goose, then, I would assume, as well. That's a subspecies. Yeah. No, is is not a variant? No, wait, no, 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 I'm wrong, I'm wrong. That's a, It's a variant, you're right. Yeah, it's, cause it's the same thing. You're right, you're right, you're According right. According to your I, description, I seeding basil goose No, no, goose I, I apologize. Here. You're right, you're right. I'm sorry. So, okay. it, gets, it gets a little blurry, but what they're saying here... In the Japanese, clear as day. So it's rares and August, variants. It says there is going to be Narga, Kuga, and other monsters being added. Yeah. And all they put on the thing here is they say rare species, rare species monster. We don't know if it's plural or not. It's Japanese is like that. We just don't know. So rare species monsters. In uh, English, they put vari plural. Variant monsters. Variant monsters. Um, and then new field, forlorn area. Yeah. Uh, tower. 
or Lauren so we don't know friends. how many it means. We just know there's we just know that Mimi Minarku is the only rare one. I don't know. Maybe there's two. Maybe there's three. I imagine there's. I think there one. needs there needs to be more than one because they specifically yeah, say yeah, Nargakuga and a couple and more rare these, species yeah. and variants. But variants yeah. could be anything from like Savile Devil Joe or something like that coming into the game. Heck, I would love to see Seething Battle Geese. In here, that'd be nice. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Seething basil yes. goose, baby, bring it. Let's and then go. for the for the fall update, the second uh, big drop, which will be in the fall, then they say the focus for that one is going to be um, a rare species monster and a subspecies monster. So wait, Again, they say they say singular in Japanese. Well, th- that's why I said we don't have a distinction. Yeah, we don't. We don't know. Okay, and plural, yeah. So in English, it's, it's plural. Yeah. Now, what is interesting is if you look at the image, they're actually giving us a silhouette. So they're, yeah, they're teasing two, who they Two is. silhouettes. And yes, and I'm actually, I'm taking back what I put on Twitter. I'm not the type oh, of person really? that goes and deletes my tweets. Yeah, I, I totally take it back because I thought, oh, this must be talking about Silver Rathalus because it looks very much like Silver Rathalus. Yeah, I saw, I saw your image and that's what I told people. I was it like, looks, hey, Gaijin said really, it looks like silver or gold it does or something. Look, but, However, the thing that threw me off, but I ran with it anyways, was the fact that the screen right wing, you don't actually see the wing going below, but with the way that Silver Rathalos opens up like that is he would have his wing downward. He wouldn't have it back like that. So I thought it was just like a a, a lazy shadowing thing. I didn't think too much about it because I don't know of Espinas. I'm not familiar with the monster. And someone brought to my attention and I tweeted this one out as well. There is a rare species for Espinus, which yeah. is white, which has this exact silhouette for its roar. It puts its wings up like this without the wing part going down. It looks identical. And I think there's a very high probability chance that that's what it is. Okay. Um, and um, I don't know. Someone said, like, maybe it's Rusted Kushala, but that's a variant. And they very specifically say here that it's going to be a rare species monster and a subspecies monster. So... Um, and then people are like, Molten Tigrex. I'm like, uh, did you not see the silhouette? That's not a Molten Tigrex. That's not a Molten Tigrex, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was thinking it could potentially, initially when I looked at it, I was like, that could be a Monobos because it's got like that crown thing to it. But I don't know if he's got like an animation where he can be like that. Well, that's but, the thing. The Espinas has the big horn just like a Monoblos, right? And yeah. it's got the wings. It could be a so white I th- Espinas. I, I think the white Espinas is probably a, a really good probability. And then um, the other one is the bottom right a has to be. It's a that's definitely. I mean, the silhouette is absolutely identical to the ear yeah. fin for it. So that tells me we're going to get a subset, which we talked about as well. That Glavinus got to be sort of like the the representative of the generations uh, when it came to World Iceborne, and it got its introduction of the subspecies. So it only makes sense that he got, he got the introduction the rep, the rep of for the, this one. You got the introduction of the bad version of um, Glavinus, which is the acidic Glavinus, which, come on, man. That was a bad monster. Not only was bad, he was also a big pussy. He just ran from everything. He's like anything, oh my God, there's a monster here. I think I'll run. I, did I tell I saw him get beat up by a freaking great Gyros of all things. Come on, man. Great Gyros beaten up an acidic Glavinus. It was a sore sight, dude. It was not. Yeah. And so I cool. don't know what the English says, but under there, they give a list here. They say rare species monsters subspecies monsters and superpowered variants yeah uh, we're not variants, but super stuff like you know like we had like the super, super Bracky or super raja it looks uh, like a really hard ass fight yeah exactly you know like a super so, hard fight so the idea is by fall you want to have your min max sets ready because capcom's going to come yeah. in to, to push the the envelope a little bit higher yeah and then 
in the winter for the third, it says there's going to be uh, various monsters. Um, so several, it says. And then underneath, it says uh, for what category variants. type. They said they're going to have special variants and super-powered monsters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And then 2023, it'll still be going on. So that's great. That's exciting. I mean, I, th- I think I that mean, it, it looks like from this, you're getting one update per season. So I would assume that 2023, you'd get, again, spring, summer, fall, and winter. So like another four big updates, maybe. Yeah, that's what I would one expect. One year of support. Throughout, that's, in, that's what they usually the do. Yeah. yeah. And then at that and point, they will, right have hopefully, they will have hopefully announced what the next Monster Hunter project as, is. No, not by then. Think about it. As we as we said, if it comes in er, in early spring around you know March April ish area for that update, that's right before June, which is E three kind of quote unquote E three month. That's when they're probably going to announce Monster Hunter six. Yep, that would make sense. They're gonna yeah makes perfect sense. They're gonna show. Wait, did did Jeff Keighley ever get like a Capcom thing? I think he got Street Fighter this time. I think they they showed some Street Fighter Six this time on Summer Game Fest. So next mm. year they might just show up on uh, Jeff Keighley's show and be like, "Hey, here's Monster Hunter yeah. Six. And then they do their own direct afterwards with more detail and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Just to grab the people that are watching the the big, uh, like more corporate showcase, and then bring them over to the you know Capcom developer live letter type of environment which i think Absolutely. i think that'd be really really smart yeah that that actually lines yeah. up very nicely i don't remember if that lines up with the dates that we were predicting as to when they were going to announce it or not but i think it might i think it, it does i mean i, I need to double check on it but yeah that's good and very good. Um, so the, the forlorn tower do you want to talk about that at all or no yes yes tell me more i mean so like the the there's three towers in monster hunter so it gets really confusing um, one one of them is like for Frontier, right? Where you just keep climbing up or something and it had like multiple monsters you'd fight along the way. I don't think that's called a tower. I know there's something like that, but I don't think it's specifically called a tower. Um, what was that one called? I mean, I know of the Ruined Pinnacle. I'm not sure if you consider that a tower. The the thing at the very top where you fight like Volstrax. No. Okay. No, no, that's just, that's part of, that's part of, that's part of a map. Yeah, that's just part of but like pinnacle. when we say forlorn, what we're talking about is technically if you go on the wiki, it'd be like tower three. Um, but this is the third tower, so this is one that was in the third generation, if, where we fought Nar- Lucent Nargakuga the first time, the only oh. time we ever fought it. So if you remember, there's um there's uh there's two sort of towers that look very similar. There's tower. Two. I mean, there's the one tower, obviously, with Yamatsukami, which we've, we're not going back there. Um, then there's that tower map where we fought. You remember, like, the best way to remind you about this is um, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. There, We had that quest where we fought the four flagship monsters in one map. Yeah, that's, like that's one... the same thing that people told me. I don't remember what that map is. It's been so long that I don't remember what that map. I remember the map where I fought a Matsu, but I don't think that's the same thing. No, no, yeah. that's different. Yeah. So anyway, the towers are very similar, but this tower is specific. It's it's just a little bit wider. Um, it didn't have like the areas to jump up on. Um, but this is where we fought uh, Lucent Arkuga. This is the one where I did all my tutorial videos, I believe. Um, oh, is that the the Wheel of Time or whatever the hell? Because I remember you doing stuff on that one. Like the, I would, the, I would something the wheel, 
where you that fall was like into for it. Like you. you're up on the top, yeah, and then you. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because it was re- it was renamed. It was weird. It was it had a name in third generation. Then it, in generations, it was called the Forlorn Area, and you know it. I I don't know. It's the tower. We'll just put it that way. But this is the one that has like those uh like you know stretching pillars in the distance. It feels a little bit more I don't know fleshed out than just like cloudy tower. It's it's not important, honestly. Yeah. Um But yeah, the the that tower coming back is good. Um the towers are usually the area where we fight rare species. So uh, I'm not giving up on my hope that we're gonna get uh molten tigrex. The dream is still alive. Um, that being said, I don't see rare species for it listed here. Um, so I don't know. Maybe that's 2023. We'll get a molten T-Rex. And I, I'm, I'm expecting very much like you. I'm also expecting us to get Shigaru as DLC. I don't think he'll be in the base game. He might be. But I think it would make more sense again, particularly if hey. like you and a lot of people are predicting that it, they're not going to fully flesh him out with the frenzy mechanic for other monsters and stuff like that. that if that's not happening, then I think it would make more sense for Shigaru yeah. to be the LC. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm going to I would, I almost want to say that it feels like the right monster for winter update. I don't think it would be like two months later coming with Lucent. Maybe it would. I don't know. Yeah. I, th- I think, it, where- I think whatever update they, it gets though, it should be like his update. Like this is the Shigaru yeah, yeah. update and like check out kind of like we had, Oh, this is the Volstrax update kind yeah, of, yeah. you get big Volstrax coming in. So I think that would make sense. And I think, and I think that's cool. I, I kind of feel like, um, you know, a, a lot of people are concerned over uh, Monster, Monster Hunter kind of losing its identity a little bit with Rise, which I think it makes sense, particularly with the, the weapons and stuff. I think that people are concerned about that, and I think it's a valid concern. But I think that the thing is, that is going to be the case moving forward for the portable team, where they're just going to be like, hey, you know, we're going to bring back these old monsters that are going to be harder to put in the the big you know, yeah. big releases of like Monster Hunter 6 and whatnot, the, the worlds kind of, right? Uh, and this is going to remain experimental and crazy and wild, and we're going to bring all of these crazy things back in these. And I think it makes sense because, it's again, it's two different flavors of Monster Hunter, and that definitely feels like that is what they're shooting for. It's like, you know, that's what you want to go for. That's okay. And one flavor is going to be more for some people. The other flavor is going to be more for other people. But I did find it interesting, again, that this time around there's people saying like, oh, you know, I didn't really care too much about Rise, but Sunbreak, man, it's got Gormagala, it's got all of these things, and people are looking to come back to, to check that stuff out. And, it, you know, that also puts more into perspective the whole thing about, oh, they only need to complete the, the seven-star up quest. They don't have to go all the way to All Mother because clearly yeah. there were people that didn't care for it. Maybe Capcom's looking at that. They're like, okay, so there's, there's a significant portion of the community didn't care for this one, so let's just get them into the next one fast without forcing them to go through absolutely everything and then they can come back and do it later if they want to. Yeah. I hope they um I hope they bring back that. I just have all these fond memories of farming the hell out of Lucent Ergakuga for its rare was it the moon stone or whatever it was called? I have no the idea. Moon shard or Yeah, because it it had a thing where it would crouch. You know like Nargo like get into like a a stance before it does like a like a like a, a jump at you. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and there was a very specific one that it did, and it held it for only like 1.5 seconds. And if you threw a shock bomb or whatever you call it, the sonic bomb, yeah, right at it during that, I mean, you had to really hit it. Like you had to be fast on the draw. If you threw a, a sonic bomb at him and knocked him over, he would drop an item, and you could do this like two or three times, and that's how you e- not easily, but that's how you farmed its rare drop. It was much faster than killing it. As you go in there, you you'd catch him on a on a prounce, and you'd knock him over with my because he's got sensitive ears because he's like a cat, right, like cougar. Yeah. So he falls over, drops a shiny. You pick it up, you do it a few times, then get you leave. And if you get it, then you have to kill it because back then. You didn't. Uh, there's no return from. Keep all the- there's no return from quests. <laughs> there's uh-huh. only a ban. So it was. It was. Lots of good memories, and I learned a lot about that monster just by doing it because you just observed it, you yeah. know. And it goes completely invisible when it jumps behind you, and so it goes completely invisible. You don't know where it's at. You can't target it anymore, and then you see it right on the tail end of when it like it falls. It does like a jump behind you, and then boom, poison scales go on everywhere. So it's going to be absolute mayhem, and anybody who uses a wire fall or a wire bug during that point is going to be in big trouble because it's more likely that they're going to get hit by a poison thorn if they're trajecting themselves during that move. You need to just pick a spot and commit to it because it goes out in like a spread. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be so good. So the other final news that came out of this was that the demo is available, which we already talked about a little bit as well. Uh, The demo has been available for a while now by the time that this goes out. Uh, And it features four monsters as well as like three different training quests. There's no limit in terms of how many times you can run the demo. The four monsters featured are Great Azuchi, the Tronodon, Astalos, and Malzino. And just like I predicted, Malzino is a 15-minute quest, very much like Magnamalo. It is extremely harsh. He hits like a goddamn truck. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all the stuff that came out. Uh, how'd you feel about the demo up until this point? Like I've in the demo, I've played uh, Gunlance, Switch Axe, and Sword and Shield. And I have to say, the Gunlance is interesting. They give us, um, whatchamacallit, they give us the Ground Splitter and Bullet Barrage to play with which was, you know, it was cool to finally see what Bullet Barrage is all about. I'm going to be whiffing it pretty much like Greatsword users with True Charge Slashes. That's just going to be a thing. But it is fun, and it is interesting the way that I ended up using it, which is I'll always stick with the Ground Splitter loadout, and then I swap just the Bullet Barrage and swap back to Ground Splitter loadout again. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Again, I don't want to burn myself out, uh, so I'm not going to play the demo that much, but yeah. I do want to get a little bit more familiar with the muscle memory required behind uh, swapping. I hate this term. Switch skill Switch swapping. Switch skill vein. scrolls swapping. I hate <laughs> yes. that. On the Nintendo Switch yeah. with your Switch X, which I also played. Switch I... X, the counter, brutally satisfying. The Switch hey, X counter is why don't you swap to another really weapon? Cool. <laughs> Switch stains up, you know? Yes. Swap into another weapon. Swap into another Nintendo one. Switch. I mean, might as I mean, well uh, equip you, two weapons. You think you think eventually the portable team is going to go for that? Just straight up, you carry two weapons with you to the field. It's like gun lance no, and sword and shield. I think that might be a little bit too much. Yeah. No, I I don't see that happening. I mean, but this is the closest damn thing you can get. Like, 
Yeah. If if there's as many new skills as they seem to be alluding that there's going to be more than just like one extra one for each one. Yeah. There's like several. Then like this is going to be, this is going to be one heck of a and game. In, in the demo, really I can different. I can confirm that you don't have all the skills in the game in the demo because yeah. we don't have erupting cannon for the gunlands and there were other skills that I was like, oh, this this thing is missing. Like there's not the new sword combo for sword and shield. I don't yeah. think I don't think that was there. So yeah, there's uh there's a lot of skills that feels... aren't in the demo, which is good. Yeah, and this feels like the evolved version, and I would almost say the final version. Like it feels like it's fleshed out enough now that the concept they had for generations and generations ultimate, which was finding your own way to play each weapon, your own style, yeah. was their theme. And I think now that they have it, where it's like, well, you don't just have to find your own style and commit to it. Now you can, you can have, you can ad- adaptive style. You know, you can have different ways to play it and change it up on the fly if you want. Like that's that with the amount of free traversal you can do now like it just feels like this is like okay we gave you the full tool set like go create i cannot wait to see what the speedrunners do with this stuff and i Dude. really hope they do i want them to do monster hunter festa because if they tweak the loadouts well enough we could because the problem with the monster hunter Festa not a problem i mean festa is amazing right yeah the thing that we sometimes see though is teams taking similar strategies and similar weapons and like I'm I'm sure it's going to happen because these are speedrunners. Like their job, pretty much is to find the most effective way to do something, right? And they're very good at it. Whether or not they share, you know, without sharing info, they'll come to the same conclusion many times. But with that many variables, I imagine it could be very interesting seeing different approaches to how to take down a monster the fastest. And I'm just excited so. about the potential for the different play styles that you're going to be able to do, the different types of builds and stuff like that. Because it's going to be so much more varied, I feel like. Particularly if it's properly balanced, which they're saying they're going to rebalance a lot of things and whatnot. Mm. And, you know, I, oh, I, can't, yeah, so yeah. I, I can't really, again, we can't really take the values that we see in the demo for too much. But, like, considering that I was playing normal and each shell was hitting for, like, 40, I was like, that's that's a lot. For normal shells, that's quite a bit. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, was, I'm not going to... I'm not going to try to take anything from the yeah. demo when it comes to balancing the numbers because I know it's just smokes and mirrors. It's just to get everybody feeling good. And, and there's there's weapon, like so. there's no skills in the demo. There's uh, every weapon has the exact same sharpness. It's, it's it just basically feels like okay, this is this is just the the value of the weapons that we put in the demo. So we can't really extrapolate too much from those numbers. Yeah. But um, yeah, we'll see in the, yeah, the yeah. final game. Like I'm hyped. But I'll tell you, I'm. I'll probably end up making a video, but I'm I'm hyped, but I'm conflicted. I am insanely conflicted, and I don't know what to do. Conflicted about um, what? Time. <laughs> the, the, most, the most precious currency of all. The most time. precious currency of all, indeed. It is. And I don't know what I'm going to do. Because, like, for example, I wanted to make a reaction video to that Capcom event because it was amazing, right? It was. Um. And I really wanted to do like a recap, just sharing my excitement for it and just like, oh my God, you know? Yeah. Um, but I couldn't do it because I couldn't find the time. Like I was having problems where like, I mean, obviously I work full time. So there's, there's, there's jobs and you know, house, I'm a single father. So there's the responsibilities with the house, getting groceries, cooking dinner, paying taxes, doing all that kind of stuff. Right. So like, that's a lot of stuff. And then when you add in the fact that Yuna has been addicted to Final Fantasy 14 just like I and we've been playing that together like 
if you have a child who's enjoying the same game as you and you're going, you're playing a game together, yep. that's priority number one. Even over sleep, even over food, it shouldn't be probably, but it is. It probably shouldn't be. No, I don't think it's particularly healthy. Yeah, you should you should but, eat and sleep. It's important. Yeah, you're gonna end up on, on migraine town just like me. Yeah, but you do that for a few hours, and it's like, oh, it's eleven thirty, twelve midnight, and it's like I hit what? I wanted it's to like make a I video. Was, it's like, yeah, it's like how do I? If I want to make a video, that's several hours. That which means like that day I'm. Listen, I'm not going to play with my second player. Here's, She's here's what you got to gotta do. And, here's what you got to do. You got to not, not script your not, videos. Just stop scripting them, guys. Just like go. No, I can do that. Yeah, yeah. no, no, that was the idea. But the thing is, I couldn't find the time to even do that. Because just I'm like, freestyle. if I did it, I'd, I would be up until 3 a.m. Okay? Yeah. Um, And so I didn't know what to do. So I just chose the fact. I'm like, this is, you know, Japan is not the most social country for students, especially middle school. They're just cram schooling and studying all the time. Ugh. So kids aren't going over each other's houses all the time and playing, at least in the Tokyo, right? Especially now especially with like the, in, the Especially situation. COVID, yeah. yeah. So like, you you got a child at home who's just sitting on their butt like nothing fun to do. And unless they are a Netflix junkie, you know, or they love to read books, which neither the case for my child, then it's like, I'm bored. I want to do something. Hey, let's play this. Yep. Okay. And then my, and I got in my head, play this, have fun, sleep, make video, see miserable <laughs> daughter for three hours and then sleep. And it's like, yeah, I think I'm going to choose family time. So it's been, and now I'm conflicted because I'm still addicted after 1700 hours. I'm horribly addicted to Final Fantasy 14. Yeah, I've, I've, I've done something really bad. Everybody criticizes me now. They're like, Rukon, what have you done? Look at what you did. And I was like, yeah, I wasn't expecting mm. this outcome, especially considering how badly you were going like, I, I don't want it. It's not for me. It's definitely not for me. I'm never going to like an MMO. And I was like, okay, you know. I just want you to try it. Just go have some fun with the story and then you can call it a day. And then the part, the call it a day part never came along. <laughs> never came. So it's, I don't know how I'm going to juggle the two because I don't want to stop playing either of them. Yep. Like I don't, I don't want to stop playing 14, but I want to play the hell out of Sunbreak. They're both insanely it's like, exciting. It's like I was, listen, it's like what I was telling I you, dude, like, listen, 14's not going anywhere. Sunbreak's Sunbreak. not going anywhere either, but Sunbreak has a, you know, kind of like a shorter lifespan, like so to speak. You can, you can put you can put Sunbreak on maintenance reasonably fast, so you just go do Sunbreak and then go back to 14 when you're done with Sunbreak and then come back for the title updates. That's what I do. <laughs> Maybe that's what'll happen, but I'm just... Plus, today we discovered that our muscle memory is completely destroyed. Yep. Because That'll it's happen. kind of interesting that... FF14 is is like the anti like it's the complete opposite conceptually than Monster Hunter, right? It's it's very Dude, scripted. Let me let me tell you, there's it's, so many times that I jump into 14 and the first thing I'll do is hit left trigger and and uh, the button I'm trying to wire bug in 14 mm. every time and then I'm like, "No, wait, different game. Can't do that here. Never mind." It's or very different or way of pressing, approaching it. Yeah. Or pressing like the, the right bumper to try and run is like, nope, no, nope, that's not how it works here either. Okay. Let, you know what's funny is we got in there with, with Malzeno and the thing Yuna said to me was, uh, am I healer? I like, <laughs> <laughs> we all healer. <laughs> you heal yourself. Am I healer? She's she's gonna play corner horner. Is that is that what's happening? Yeah. Uh, well, she, she's like, Oh yeah, it's different, different, different. 
and it's not scripted, so the monsters are dynamic. They change up what they're going to do based yep. upon you know who they're looking at and how far you are and what state they're in. It's just very different, right? And I love it because they can coexist in my life. But the, I, if there wasn't the thing of time, yep, I want to make time videos. I want to make tutorials because I'm passionate about it. I also want to just play the damn game and have fun. And I also want to play the other game and have fun. And I want to be a good father. So I am conflicted. I will try to figure it out. But, um, you know, it's it's going to be a mixed match. It's, it's, there's no one good answer. So uh, I'm conflicted. There's too much damn good stuff. So I don't care what else they release this year. I ain't playing it. I ain't got no time. I still have to play Xenoblade, man. Xenoblade 3 is coming out. I mean, out I was looking forward to Slime Rancher 2 is coming out this fall, I think. <laughs> that's going to have to go. That's going to have to wait till next year or sometime. I don't know. Oh, man. But anyway, uh, it's um, a good issue to have, right? Good problems. It is. It's good problems. Lots of fun things to do. But guys, we're going to be uh, calling it here. These are pretty much all of the news. Uh, and Gaijin needs to get back to being a father. Nah, and I, yeah, need I need to, to make dinner. I need to get back to like editing videos and doing all kinds of other stuff as well. So hopefully you guys enjoy. This was a little bit of a shorter uh, Third Fleet podcast, but it was, it was kind of like the Capcom event. It was very direct and straight to the point. Yeah. And if you well, we haven't also seen have it, gameplay videos, yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. If you haven't time. seen it, because of the fact that this is shorter, is because we also used a lot of our allotted time for the podcast to record gameplay videos. So you'll see those in Gaijin's channel and in my channel if you haven't found those already. It's us yep. playing the demo on Switch. So uh, yeah, thank you all. Different very hunts, much. by the way. It's it's yes. not the same video on. It's they're different hunts that we did. So yeah, with, with watching both me using different weapons. I think you also use different weapons. So you, you get a couple of. Uh, different weapons playing around and stuff like that but yeah guys that's gonna be it we'll see you guys in the next one stay strong stay safe happy hunting